Hey friends, before we get into the episode today, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to my friend Bronwyn. She lives in Sydney, Australia, and Bronwyn has been listening to This Good Word and reading the blog, and she sent me a note and it gave me an idea. So basically her question was, uh, I live in Sydney and I love what you're putting out with This Good Word. And I'm just wondering if there's any other people in Sydney, any like-minded fellow sojourners in the spiritual journey that we're all on that we might do a meetup, maybe grab some coffee, maybe grab a meal, and just talk about life. It can get pretty lonely uh, if you feel like you're the only one asking these kinds of questions. So if you live in Sydney, Australia, and if you are interested in getting together with a few people to talk about life, to talk about um, the kinds of questions that I bring up, uh, please, please, please email me, steve at steveweens.com, that's W-I-E-N-S, and I will get you guys in touch. And if this thing gets off the ground, I would love, love, love to do like a Google chat or a Skype convo with you guys. So, there is that. I hope that gets off the ground, Bronwyn, and um, in it together. All right, let's get to episode 79. I'm calling this one yeses and nos, and I know I'm cheating a little bit. Usually I just do one word, but I think it's, it's going to work out anyway. Cheating is sometimes fun. <laughs> so you could probably, you can maybe hear it in my voice, though my voice is a little better than it was, but man, I am sick. I have gotten knocked out by this cold that's been going around, this nasty bug. I've had it for about a week now, and um, it's just it's 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 just having its way with me. So uh, it's put me it's it has put me in touch with my limits, you guys, and I don't like that word. I don't like limits. I'd much prefer if I could just push past my past my limits and catch up sometimes late sometime later. But this thing is knocking me down. And I've had to cancel a bunch of things and uh, drink a bunch of water and just stay at home. And sometimes that's beautiful and wonderful. uh, And I'm actually taking it as a gift right now. But I also really, it's really inconveniences me. So I want to talk today about this idea of what you're giving your yeses to and what you're giving your noes to. Uh, and, um, and I also want to talk about limits. Uh, I want to talk about the natural flow of our bodies, of our souls, of our minds, of our spirits, and of our relationships, and the importance of understanding limits, and also the importance of the good old-fashioned word no, and the good old-fashioned word yes, and being a little more intentional maybe than we're used to regarding where we are uh, giving our yeses uh, and where we're giving our noes. So let's, let's first of all talk about our bodies. And I think it's a really good question to ask uh, from time to time, even to get out a journal and just pay attention to your body and ask yourself this question, how is it with my body really? Like, how am I doing with my sleep patterns? And how much sleep do I actually need? I was in a room with people the other day, maybe 20 of us, and I was asking a bunch of questions, and we were having a great discussion. And I asked the question, how much sleep do you really need? And I could see the guilty looks on people's faces. 
when they would say things like, man, I think I need eight and a half to nine hours of sleep. Uh, and then someone said, yeah, I need nine hours of sleep. Plus I need a nap every day. And maybe even as you hear that, you're thinking, how can I possibly get nine hours of sleep plus a nap? Well, don't worry about that right now. Maybe you've got little kids and maybe things are just totally impossible. Don't get thrown off by that. Okay. Don't, don't get like, uh, don't, don't get side railed, side railed, derailed. See, my mind isn't even working that well. Uh, when it comes to how much sleep my body really needs, just like try to be honest about that, even if you can't get it right now, even if you're in a season of life where you can't get it. For me, the answer is about eight to eight and a half hours. And actually, I try to take a nap about, I would love to do it every day. It's not possible every day, but I, I probably end up taking a nap maybe three or four days a week. And it's not usually a real long nap, but it's it allows me to shut down. My body seems to need it. And as I get older, I'm 46 now, ladies and gentlemen, as I get older, I just really find that um, I, I don't bounce back as quickly as I used to when I exert myself. Um, I've been traveling a bunch lately, and I had to travel uh, to do a really cool and fun thing just last week. But I was really sick, and I just had to push through it because that was just what it was. But I've noticed that I don't, I don't bounce back as quickly. So sleep is really one of the best things in order to uh, replenish and in order to get well. So how is it with my body, really? Um, I had this, also I had this nagging, like, I don't know if it's a, uh, tendonitis in my left shoulder, but it just was lasting forever and ever and ever. And so I wasn't doing some of my normal um, kind of workout routines. I don't do a lot, but, you know, just even push-ups and stuff like that. And uh, so just really recently, I, I thought, you know, I, I maybe what I need to do is start those again and strengthen it back up again. And what I'm noticing, so I've been on that for about two weeks. And what I've been noticing is um, actually... Uh, more than just resting that left shoulder, it actually needs to be strengthened. So sometimes your body needs rest. Sometimes your body needs to be strengthened. I My season of life with my boys right now, my boys are nine and seven. Uh, the twins are seven, Isaac's nine. And um, in order to really <laughs> like keep up with them, uh, we played this game monkey in the middle down in the basement uh, a lot of nights and they are kicking my butt so I'm like, I need to, I mean, I need to start lifting weights again. I need to get stronger so that they don't hurt me. <laughs> so sometimes it's sleep. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's strengthening. A lot of times it's paying attention. How much water am I drinking? How much coffee am I drinking? How much alcohol am I drinking? And all those things are good things. They can be good things. Water is obviously, I think the best thing our body actually needs it, um, are we drinking enough water and are, are we using caffeine to overstimulate, to, to mask our tiredness? Are we using alcohol to overnumb, to, you know, to not? And I'm guilty of all those things. So, uh, and, and what about exercise? You know, when you're feeling, when you're not sick, um, are you walking? Are you jogging? Are you biking? Are you swimming? 
Uh, are you walking on the treadmill? If you have a treadmill in your house, maybe for a phone call uh, instead of just sitting on the couch. I mean, there, there's, there's, there's lots of things you can do, but, but one of the main questions in terms of what are my yeses and what are my noes is, is uh, when it comes to my body, what am I giving my yes to and what am I saying no to? Just yesterday, uh, I work at home uh, and uh, my wife was picking up the kids and she was getting the Culver's for them. <laughs> Culver's, if you're not aware, is a burger place and it's actually really delicious and it's super fun sometimes. But uh, I am not in a season of my life where I need to be saying yes on a Monday afternoon to Culver's. So uh, I said, no, honey. Oh, dear Lord. Sweet, sweet Lord. Uh, I better do something else. And so I, I chose a different lunch option. How is it with my body? What am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? What kind of sleep am I getting? What kind of water intake do I have? Exercise. This is all such basic stuff. But also, sometimes your body's going to tell you, as it has been recently, that I need to cancel some things that I had previously uh, scheduled. And that's what I've had to do. Uh, Last week, before I went on my trip, I had to cancel some things. Today, I woke up and I thought, man, I'm feeling a little better, but not nearly good enough. I'm looking out and traveling again this weekend. Uh, So I need to make sure that um, my body is getting what it needs. And right now, that is rest. So how is it with my body? How is it with your body? How's your sleep? What are you saying yes and what are you saying no to when it comes to your body? Uh, What um, adjustments do you need to make these days? This is all, again, this is so basic and I don't think it's helpful to go full bore into some radical new plan, but like maybe you start small with, I'm going to go to bed a little earlier tonight. Uh, and just see how that goes. Maybe it's like today I'm going to drink 100 ounces of water or even 50 ounces of water. I'm going to I'm gonna do something. Uh, so that's how is it with my body. And then I think it's important to ask, how is it with my soul, really? In these days, uh, ever since uh, the inauguration for sure, but even before that with the election, they... This world is under change These birds return to remain I've noticed the anxiety level in my own soul uh, and in my friends and the people that I pay attention to is really spiking. I've just noticed it's crazy. People's reactions to Facebook and the news, it's like we're all really, really anxious. And I don't think that really um, matters what side of the political fence you're on. There's an anxiety in the air right now. Maybe it's because of all the disagreement. Maybe it's because uh, we're just, we have the ability to take in news every second of every day through the stations and through the media, and all of our buttons are getting pushed no matter what side of the political fence you're on. So you have to ask, how is it with my soul, really? And what am I taking in to my soul? What, what yeses am I giving to the things that I see, the things that I listen to, the things that I read? And I think it's really important, you guys, to stay up on things, to read the news and to stay engaged. And I also think it's really important to have uh, sections of the day, sections of the week, 
where you say, nope, not going to intake any more news during the, these next three or four hours, <laughs> maybe whole day. I'm not going to not going to read anything else that's going to spike my anxiety. Uh, I've, I've, I've named the things that are important that I'm going to stay engaged on. I've named those things and I'm going to stay engaged in them, but I'm not going to be vigilant every second of every day of every month of every week of every year of my life because it's really, really actually toxic for me to do so. My soul wasn't created to react to negative stimuli for at every second of every day. And I think this is a big one for us. So if that's you, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed out, if you're feeling like you know what you'd want to engage with, you know what you're going to engage with, you know what's important to you, you're going to keep engaging with those things. Uh, what are some other yeses that you're going to give? What are some nourishing books that you're going to read? Maybe nourishing movies that you're going to watch. Maybe nourishing walks and conversations with trusted friends where you say, hey, for this next hour, um, we're going to notice our gratitude for the birds in the sky and this beautiful weather we've been having and um, for the feel of the ground underneath our feet, for the air that we're going to breathe into our lungs, for the good things that God has given us, for uh, the, the smiles of children that we see, the laughter of our kids. I mean, I think it's really important to do, to give that kind of a yes and to give some no's to some of the really, really anxiety building stimuli that, that we let in. Um, if your phone is always buzzing, if your phone is set to alerts for every news outlet and every Facebook post and feed and Instagram stuff, you, I, I would seriously uh, reconsider that one. Uh, turning off notifications, uh, turning off your phone. Uh, I think that's a real enemy to our soul. Uh, ask the question, what do I really need? Uh, do I need to enter some counseling these days? Do I need, to, do I need a book that's going to help me uh, recenter myself during this time? So uh, how is it with your soul, really? What's the anxiety level for you right now? Uh, in terms of the RPMs? Are they running too fast? And what kind of inputs have you been maybe saying yes to a little too much? And what kind of inputs do you need to start saying yes to that are a little more nourishing? And again, I've said this three times now, yes, you're going to keep engaging with the issues of justice that you feel like are really important right now. You're not going to say no to those. You're not going to ignore those. We're not talking about putting our head in the sand. But we are talking about being wise, about what your soul can take. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest for your soul. I think that's because the people that followed him were really engaged, in, and the people that follow him today are really engaged in matters that are heavy, that matters that really matter, things that we can't carry on our own. So there are seasons, moments, parts of every day and parts of every week that we need to come and find rest for our souls. We can't, we can't have the RPMs on red line the whole time. And then, how is it with your mind? If you saw in your mind a spectrum where on the one side it was content, hey, I'm feeling content. I'm feeling, uh, in general, uh, uh, a sense that there's enough. Ooh. 
mountains that I'm not redlined, I'm not over my limits. And then on the other side of the spectrum might be uh, complete worry and scarcity. And I am absolutely, uh, I've lost it. I'm way over my limits. I've said yes to way too many things and my life is out of control. I would just say, you know, even if you're in a place where you're not driving, you're not working out, if you have a piece of paper and a pen, draw that spectrum where content is on one side and worry is on the other side. And then just plot yourself right along that line. Wherever you are, no shame and don't judge it. Just plot yourself. Maybe you'd plot yourself like past the end of worry. And so that's just a da- that's a light on the dashboard that uh, would, would lead you to believe that your mind is just, it's too full. It's, it's racing. It's too much. You're, you're, and so what practices do you need to do where you literally um, put the lists away and you um, start shutting down your email and communications earlier at night and open them up later in the morning so that you can have a couple of windows at least during the day in the morning and at night where you're not bombarded with information. Like if the first thing that you do in the morning is check your email or check the news sources, and if that works for you, great. But if you notice, just notice your mind and where it goes after you do that, either in the morning or late at night. Uh, Confession, uh, last night, almost one of the last things I did, I checked email and I went through the news and I noticed my spirit and it wasn't good for me. It, it wasn't uh, something that ushered me into resting. Because what rest does uh, when you go to sleep at night is it reminds you that the world will keep spinning even if you're not spinning it. <laughs> and the problems of the world will still be there in the morning. And then we're going to get together with good people and we're going to try to solve those problems. But you're not going to do it the moment before you fall asleep. <laughs> are, you, are you tracking with that? Are you, like, like, does that make sense? And so uh, what some of us need to do, because we're just not disciplined enough to not look at our phone in the middle of the night, is you need to put your phone out of reach. Like when you climb in bed, you need to plug that thing in. Maybe it's in a different room altogether, but if that's the alarm you use, you know, put it in a place before you get in bed where it's out of reach, where like you literally would have to get up out of bed in order to check Instagram for that one last time. Um and uh, and then again, uh, so that's at night. And then and then not jumping into it right in the morning. What's your morning ritual when you wake up? Is it gratitude? Is it pouring a cup of coffee? Is it uh, is it rushing? Uh, or are there some rhythms that you have built in where you're going to slowly enter into the day? I have a little prayer book uh, that I have. It's a little blue prayer book. It's a guide for ministers. Um, so I'm a pastor, as you know. And, uh, you know, it doesn't blow my mind every day. Uh, Today's reading uh, was the psalm, and it was really long, and it was kind of bizarre and brutal. And and so, you know, I I flipped to a different reading. And so we're not looking for um, in the morning for a magic pill that's going to make you feel happy, happy, joy, joy, shiny, happy people. Uh, But we are looking for some rhythms that are going to ground you in something more timeless and that's going to ground you in something um, that will start you with some nutrients for the day. Uh, I used to have a spiritual director that he said, like, your daily psalm is like your daily multivitamin. It's just good for you to take it day in, day out. It's not going to blow your mind every day, but some of the days it really will be helpful. So how is it with my mind and where am I on the where am I on the on the spectrum of content 
And then on the other side, worry. Uh, and so, and then um, my spirit, how, uh, and then the question of my spirit, how hungry am I, I think is the good question. Just on the spectrum of satisfied on the one side to starving on the other side, spiritually, your spirit, that place that God speaks to you, that place that God created, that place in you that's not measured by likes on Facebook or by um, promotions at work. by attaboys, girls, affirmation from other people. That place, your, your spirit is that place that God meets you. And it's, it's, it's that place where you're either satisfied or starving. So where are you on that spectrum? And just take out a piece of paper, right? Out the spectrum, satisfied on the one end and uh, starving on the other end. And then just say, where am I? And if you're satisfied, great. What are the things that you think lead to that? What are the practices that you have in your life that help you to stay satisfied? And notice it's not, it's not stuffed. It's just satisfied. Um, you might, if you're feeling satisfied, you must have some rhythms in your life right now, relationally and with your soul and with your body and with your mind where you feel like you are getting what you need. So way to go. If, on the other hand, you're a little closer towards starving, that's, again, a light on the dashboard that says that that core part of you, that spirit, that place that God breathed life into you in the beginning is not getting what it needs. So this would push you back to all the other things, my body, my soul, my mind. But what are some practices that will ground me and slow me down? Um, if you're listening to this in real time, we're about a week away from when Lent starts. It's the season of the church calendar. Lent starts on Ash Wednesday, March 1st, and it goes for 40 days, actually 46 days, if you include the Sundays in there, where it's a season of returning to God. And so if you're feeling more on the starving side, Lent is a great journey. Where It starts with Ash Wednesday, where you go to church and you, and you get the imposition of ashes and... <laughs> I almost said, you know what I almost said, because I actually did say it, but you get the imposition of ashes on your forehead, and the pastor, the priest, uh, tells you that you're ashes to ashes, dust to dust, from ashes that you came, and, and to ashes you will return. And it's a way of reminding ourselves that we're human, that we won't last forever, that these bodies are finite. And it's a way to get re-in touch with your hunger. A lot of people fast from things during Lent. They give up certain things. Some people give up food, sweets. Some people give up social media. Some people give up alcohol or coffee, whatever it is. The point is uh, for you to get in touch with your hunger for God so that you can return to God. So, uh, yeah, it, it, again, if you're listening to this in real time, even if you're not, Lent is a time for you to start getting oriented, reoriented, and you might want to give up something. And you might want to, and then then you feast on on the things that really do satisfy. 
Maybe there's a book that when that you want to read, and I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a book for you as you travel through Lent. I'll put it on the show notes. It's it's actually put together by my friend Dan Lucas, and it's called a Prayer Guide for Lent, and it's it's a it's a way just to pray your way through Lent. There's morning prayer, there's lunch prayer, there's evening prayer. It's written out prayers, and it's beautiful and really, really well done. So I'm going to put that link on the show notes. I had Dan Lucas on the podcast just a few weeks ago talking about prayer, and if you heard it, you remember what a, a brilliant guy he is and what uh, really nourishing thoughts he has about prayer. So check that out. That's something for your spirit. And the spirit responds. The spirit responds to gentleness. The spirit responds to gentle invitations to, uh, I think, practices that ground us in the ancient truths about who God is and the, in the progressive truths about who God is and who we are becoming. So, um, gang, those are my questions. Uh, what are you giving your yeses to? What are you giving your noes to? How is it with your body? How is it with your soul? How is it with your mind? And how is it with your spirit? I would add, how is it with your relationships, too? Because many times... Uh, we are not getting what we need regarding our relationships. We're uh, feeling stressed out or feeling like we're overextended or we're feeling like we're not getting enough really good relational uh, input from the people that we love the most. And so just as an, as an addendum to this, I would say who relationally is getting your yeses and who is getting your noes. And if you're not saying no to anyone, then you're probably not getting in touch with the people that really feed your soul. That's just the way it works. I don't know why it's like that, but typically we say yes too much to the things and people that really we don't need to say yes to. Uh, Their house isn't really burning down. Um, And we we don't say yes to or give invitations to the people that really feed our soul. And it's not a selfish thing to want to be around the people that feed your soul. Uh, and that you feed their souls. That's a mutual thing. It's, it, it's, it's, it's what helps keep us all moving. Even if you're an introvert, I'm an introvert, and I recognize the times that I, that I need some people in my life that really feed me. So what are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Hope this has been helpful. Uh, before I sign off, the music today was brought to you by my friend, Ben Rosenbush, and I'll put the link to his music on the show notes and the episode description. I hope you enjoy Ben's good music. He has such a beautiful voice, and I love his music. And don't forget, Sydney people, uh, email me, steve at steveweens.com, and I will get you in touch with each other, and then we'll do something fun. We'll do like a Google Hangout or a Skype thing or whatever. Uh, That'll be great. And um, if you really connected with the body section and the soul section of this podcast, I'm going to recommend Sabbath by Wayne Mueller. Uh, It's one of the best books on recognizing our need to stop and our need to rest, our need to say yes and no to the right thing. So I'll put that on the show notes, but it's Sabbath by Wayne Mueller. And again, uh, I'm going to recommend my friend Dan Lucas's book, A Prayer Guide for Lent. You can get that on Amazon if you just want to look at it right now. A Prayer Guide for Lent, Dan Lucas, L-U-K-A-S. But I will put that on the show notes as well. So thanks, everybody. We are dust and breath. We are limited and limitless. We are human and holy. And we, my friends, are in it together. Until next week. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Weens, and this is my podcast where I explore humanity, 
spirituality and mystery one word at a time. For more about my work, my writing, my preaching, my books, and all that good stuff, head on over to steveweens.com.